0: Welcome to the Love and Light Live podcast, empowering crystal lovers to learn and experience the art of crystal healing. Get ready to listen in and follow your soul calling with crystals. Hello and thank you so much for joining me for the Love and Light Live podcast brought to you by loveandlightschool.com. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and this podcast is the number one place for all things crystals. In today's show, I'm sharing some step-by-step instructions for how to dress a crystal ritual candle that you can use for making magic, for healing, and so much more. This is in celebration of my upcoming free video training, Three Keys to Unlock Your Crystal Magic which begins next week. The very first video comes out Monday, May 1st, and I'll be sharing the rest of the videos throughout the week next week, but only to my email subscribers. So if you'd like to participate in this completely free video training with me, I only do this a couple times a year, you can head over to cchenroll.com forward slash three keys. That's CCH enroll with two L's, the American spelling, dot com, forward slash the number or digit three and the word keys. So cchenroll.com slash three keys to sign up for my three keys to unlock your crystal magic video training series. I'd love to have you join me for this training. It's only available for a short time, so be sure to head over and sign up soon because I will be sharing tons of amazing crystal rituals just like the one that I'm going to share with you today. But before we get started with that main topic today, I'd like to answer one of our listener questions. Remember, you can submit your own questions anytime at loveandlightschool.com slash ask for the chance to have your question answered right here on the show. Today's question comes from Nikki and Nikki says, I am in the process of a spiritual awakening, a period of spiritual growth, which is what drew me to learning more about crystals and how I found your podcast. P.S. It's been very helpful. Thanks so much. I've tried searching for this question, but haven't been able to find an answer. Can you point me in the right direction? So Nikki, thanks so much for sharing your question. This is a good one. I think there are definitely periods in almost everyone's life where we feel more deeply connected with spirit, more in flow and in tune with our own spirituality, and working with some crystals that can help support that connection even further and help us kind of make sense of things and understand things can be really, really helpful. So first and foremost, I think it's important when we're doing deep spiritual work to make sure that we stay grounded. So in general, we think of grounding crystals being black, brown, and red stones and sometimes also green crystals. So for black stones you could try working with things like black obsidian or even better black tourmaline. For some brown stones you could try smoky quartz, petrified wood, dravite tourmaline, bronzite. For red grounding stones you could try red jasper or some red pyrope garnet. Or for some green grounding stones, you could try working with something like Rainforest Jasper or Kambaba Jasper. So I think that's sort of the first step is to make sure that you're staying rooted into the earth while you're doing this work. But then I do think there are also some crystals that can help support your work as you develop that connection with your own spirituality. So things like Amethyst, Charoite, selenite and this can include the satin spar variety of selenite lapis lazuli and clear quartz all make great companions and finally i would recommend some crystals for some energetic shielding i think sometimes when we have opened ourselves up a little bit more spiritually we tend to be sort of wide open and we can just take on a lot of things that are going on around us that aren't really our own stuff So working with some crystals for energetic shielding and energetic boundaries like Labradorite, Peridot, or green tourmaline can be really helpful as well. So Nikki, thank you again for your question. I hope this was helpful for you. And remember, if you have a question you'd like me to answer for you about crystals, spirituality, or anything else you're curious about right now, let me know over at loveandlightschool.com forward slash ask. Discover how you can deepen your spiritual journey and follow your soul calling with crystals. The Love & Light School's award-winning crystal healing certification program opens soon. Go to crystalhealerschool.com. And now it's time to dive into our main topic for today. How to dress a crystal ritual candle. Dressing a crystal ritual candle from my altar is one of my favorite ways to create more magic with crystals and do something a little bit different, a little bit out of the ordinary. Candle magic has a really long history of use in many different cultures across the globe. So think how candles are used in religious practice for prayer or for healing, and even the wish-granting birthday candles that sit atop our birthday cakes. By dressing a candle With oils and herbs and crystals, you turn the candle into a tool for making magic. It becomes more than just a candle. It becomes this vessel for the energy and intention that you'd like to bring into your ritual work. So, before you begin the process of creating your dressed candle, you need to set an intention for the energy that you'd like to call in. You need to sort of choose a theme or a direction or purpose for your candle. What exactly would you like it to do? So, I suggest that you focus on just one word for your intention something like love, abundance, magic, intuition, well being, whatever it may be. And that way, This ritual candle not only has a focused intention, but by leaving it a little bit more generalized, focused on just this one word, you'll be able to incorporate that candle into a variety of different practices or healing sessions or meditation work in the future. So once you've set that intention for your candle, you'll need to gather a few supplies to prepare for your candle dressing. You'll need a candle of your choice, of course, the one that you will actually be dressing through this process. When you're picking your candle, you may wanna choose a color that corresponds to your intention. And if you need help matching up your candle color, to your intention, I actually have a free guide to color magic that you can get over on this week's blog post. There's a link there for you. So head over to loveandlightschool.com blog. And when you go down to the section of the blog about your candle dressing supplies in item number one, the section about your ritual candle, you'll see a link to my guide to color magic. The great thing about this guide is you can use it for so much more than just this candle dressing project i've included the colors their key energies and some crystals that correspond to those colors and energies as well so it's a really helpful guide to crystals as well so you don't have to have a colorful candle for this to work by any means you can use whatever you have on hand Or when in doubt, you can just work with a white or a black candle because they're a little bit more neutral. But if you do have your choice of candle, in addition to color, you'll also want to consider the candle's size because the size of the candle will directly impact the candle's burn time as well as what the candle's made of. So things like palm and soy candles last a little bit longer And are supposed to be a little bit more environmentally friendly than traditional paraffin candles, but they're also not always the easiest to work with for candle dressing. So I really love working with the small ritual altar candles. They have a decent burn time without going too long. They're also really easy to handle while dressing and they work really well for meditation, healing work, spellcraft, whatever you're going to be using your dressed candle for. If you don't know where to get those, I do have a link to my shop, Mimosa Books and Gifts in Madison, Wisconsin, where you can purchase those online and we'll send them out to you, but you can find them just about anywhere. They're just the right size. They come in tons of different colors and you can even get some mixed color packs so that you have some candles for lots of different purposes available to you. And again, you can find that link over on the blog at loveandlightschool.com blog. Okay, so in addition to the candle of your choice that you're going to use for dressing, you'll also need a separate tea light candle to help you with the dressing of your ritual candle. And I'll explain this a little bit. It might seem a little odd at first to use one candle to help you dress another, But I'll explain this when we get to the step-by-step. This can be a new candle, a candle that's already been lit or burned, one that you just have on hand. It's really there to be functional and it's totally fine to use whatever you have on hand for this. To make this a crystal ritual candle, you'll need a stone. You'll need a crystal. I recommend a really small stone for this. The little tumbled crystal chips seem to work best for candle dressing. They're really easy to use in the way that I'll share a little bit later on in the step-by-step process. Plus, they're super affordable, so you don't have to worry about ruining one of your good crystals by getting wax all over it during this process. Just choose a crystal that corresponds to the intention that you've chosen for your candle. So if your candle's all about love, maybe you choose rose quartz. If your candle's about healing work, maybe you choose green adventuring. And these little crystal chips are pretty universally available as well in a lot of different crystal shops or stores. Sometimes you'll have to buy a little glass bottle full of them. Sometimes you can get bottles that have mixed stones and that gives you a lot of options. I've seen them sold at stores by the scoop, but you can also find them online. Now, when I make my dressed candles, I like to include some dried herbs or flowers. This is completely optional. You don't have to use them, but I think it adds another quality to the energy and is a really nice touch. So again, when choosing your herbs or flowers, make sure that the things that you're choosing correspond to the intention or theme that you've set for the ritual candle. When in doubt, leave it out is kind of my general rule but I think everything that we add to this dressed candle adds another layer of energy and magic to that intention. However, it's important to note that when you're choosing your herbs to use this way, you only want to use herbs that are safe to burn which again, when in doubt, leave it out. You can always do a bit of research if you're uncertain about this, but just make super sure that the herbs that will be attached or adhered to your candle will be safe for burning. You also want to be sure to avoid using any herbs that you might be allergic to. Again, when in doubt, leave it out. If you're not sure, it's best just to skip this step. But if you are going to include some dried herbs, it's best if the herbs are in fairly small pieces, but they don't really have to be pulverized to dust. If you kind of think about the size of the dried herb pieces that are in your kitchen spice rack, this is sort of a good size to aim for because it will be small enough to stick to the candle without falling off, but it won't be as messy as herbs that have been ground to dust. You'll also need a small to medium-sized shallow dish or plate. Glass or ceramic is best because it's easy to clean up. Just be sure to choose something that your candle will fit in while you're dressing it. And if you aren't quite sure what to use, a dinner plate usually works great for this. If you do plan on including some dried herbs in your candle dressing, you'll also need a few drops of a carrier oil like almond, avocado, or jojoba oil to help your herbs stick to the surface of your candle. In a pinch, even a little olive oil from the kitchen works just great, and this is actually what I end up using most often because it's convenient and I always have it on hand. And if you're going to be using some carrier oil to help adhere your herbs to your candle. You can also optionally add a drop or two of an essential oil if you're choosing to add a little bit of fragrance. So if you choose to do this, be sure to choose an oil that corresponds to the intention that you've set for your candle. And again, be sure to work with one that you are not allergic to. It's also really helpful to have on hand a cotton swab or a small eyedropper if you have one, but if you don't have those things, don't worry, you can just use your finger instead to sort of anoint the oil on your candle. Another optional tool to have on hand is a sharp, thin instrument, something like a push pin or a bent paper clip. Those will work great because we will use them for carving into our dressed candle. And finally, you'll need a lighter or some matches for lighting your candle once you're ready to work with it and to light that tea light candle that we'll be using during the dressing process. So let's dive into the step-by-steps of how to dress your ritual candle. How do you actually create this magical tool? So you're going to start by using your lighter or your matches to light your tea light candle. This will give you a working flame without having to hold a lighter or some matches where you can have both of your hands free to dress your chosen ritual candle. And it's just a little bit safer. So you're going to very carefully Hold the base of your chosen candle, the one that you'll be dressing, and then pick an area kind of near the center or the top of the candle, but make sure it's far enough away from the wick that you won't accidentally light the wick on your ritual candle just yet. And hold the side of the candle in the flame of the tea light to sort of soften up a bit of the candle wax. Make sure that you're keeping that flame of the tea light candle away from your fingertips and also away from the wick of your ritual candle. And once a small area of your ritual candle has sort of been softened, you can take that little crystal chip that you've chosen and press it into the softened wax of your ritual candle. As you do this, hold that one word intention in mind. You can even speak it aloud as you push the crystal into that softened wax. When you do this, be careful not to burn yourself on the hot wax, but most of the time it's not super hot, it's just been melted a little bit. As soon as you pull it away from that tea light flame, it begins to cool off. You wanna make sure that it has been softened enough that as you press that little crystal chip in, it will stick into the wax. By doing this, you're not only pressing the crystal into the candle, but you're embedding the intention that you've chosen into the candle, through your crystal, which is an amplifier of energy. So once you've pressed that little crystal chip in, you're going to allow your candle a moment to sort of firm back up after you've added that crystal chip. You want to let that wax sort of harden back up and cool off so that your crystal chip will stay adhered. Next, if you have that thin, sharp implement like your bent paper clip or a small thumbtack, you can carve your intention word into the side of your candle for a little extra magic and intention setting. So be sure to hold your intention in mind again as you're carving the word into the candle I'll tell you, this is a little easier said than done. You can make it happen. It won't be your best handwriting, but that's okay. It's about the symbolism of that energy being imprinted onto your candle that matters. Then if you've chosen to incorporate some essential oil into your carrier oil, you're going to add just a drop or two because we're using a really small amount of carrier oil into that carrier oil and then mix this together well. If you don't want to use any essential oil, that's totally fine too. You can use the carrier oil as is. Using your finger, a cotton swab, or an eyedropper, you can lightly coat the sides of the candle with the oil. I find a cotton swab works best for this. It's a lot less messy, and it seems to add just the right amount of oil to the sides of the candle. Not too much, not too little. And again, be sure to hold your intention in mind throughout this process. Now it's time to incorporate your chosen dried herbs or flowers if you've chosen to add some. So just sprinkle your dried herbs on the surface of your dinner plate or your glass or ceramic container and then gently roll your oiled candle in the herbs so that they stick to the surface of the candle. Again, as you're doing each step, you're holding that intention in mind throughout the process, sort of building the energy as you go. Each thing that's added to your candle is adding more intention and magic to your candle as a magical tool. You now have a dressed ritual candle that's ready to be used. You can use it now. You can save it for your next ritual. If you'd like to save it for a future ritual or healing session, I recommend wrapping it up in a small bit of wax paper or parchment paper and tying it closed with a little piece of string to keep the oil and herbs from getting on anything else It will also keep them adhered to the sides of the candle. I love this practice so much. I hope it's one that you'll enjoy experimenting with and creating lots of different combinations of beautiful crystal intention candles for healing and magic and prayer and so much more. Of course, you want to make sure that as you're using your candle, you always are keeping an eye on it, making sure that it's being attended. And for safety, you want to make sure to extinguish any flames as soon as you're done using them. Well, that is it for our main segment for today. I hope that you found it really helpful. I hope you'll give this a try. It's a really exciting practice. If you'd like a little bit of a visual step-by-step walkthrough, I do have a video taking you through each step of the process on the blog for this week. So again, just head over to loveandlightschool.com blog to check that out. Do you feel intuitively called to work more deeply with your stones? To grow your confidence, knowledge, and connection to crystal energy beyond what you can learn on your own? Our award-winning crystal healing certification program will take you from crystal lover to a confident, certified crystal healer and help you discover your soul's path and crystal purpose. Go to crystalhealerschool.com to learn more. Well, now it's time for our trending this week segment. As you know, each week, I bring you a quick discussion on something that's happening in the world of crystal healing and spirituality right now, or something that I'm loving that I just want to share with you. This week, I want to share a bit about my free three keys to unlocking your crystal magic video series. I do some free training a couple times a year as part of my tiered approach to teaching A few times a year, I also do some free classes that are available for a limited time, but I've created a few different video series and we share them a few times a year so that everyone has the opportunity to learn more in depth about crystals and how to work with them. This current series, Three Keys to Unlocking Your Crystal Magic, starts Monday, May 1st. We will be talking all about different rituals that you can do with your crystals. There are morning rituals shared in video one, evening rituals shared in video two, and crystal rituals for any time shared in the third video. My goal with this training series is to help you find some really simple and practical ways To incorporate crystals into your daily practice. Some of these are truly a super quick add to things you're probably already doing in your life so they're really easy to incorporate and help you feel more connected with your crystals because I found through talking with my students and with people online that one of the biggest issues that was coming up for crystal lovers is that We have all these stones around us that we have collected and that we might work with on occasion, but either people don't have time for something really big and elaborate, or they're just not quite sure how to get started. They don't really know what to do with their stones. So, I hope with this video series to show you lots of different ways that you can actually start working with your crystals rather than just admiring them sitting on a pretty shelf. So, if you'd like to sign up for this free training series, Three Keys to Unlock Your Crystal Magic, and actually start working with your crystals, head over to cchenroll.com forward slash three keys. That's CCH, like certified crystal healer, enroll with two L's.com forward slash the number three and the word keys. There's a super quick sign up form there so that you can get free access to this training starting Monday, May 1st. I hope you'll enjoy it. If you are enjoying it, I'd love to see a little post or story on Instagram. Tag me so I can share it. And feel free to send me a DM and let me know what you've learned. Well, that is it for today. I hope you found a lot of value in today's show. If you want more information about anything I discussed in this episode, you can learn more over on the website at loveandlightschool.com blog. And if you did enjoy the show today, the biggest compliment you can give me is to leave a quick rating and a review over at loveandlightschool.com iTunes. All of the ratings and reviews that you leave help other listeners find the show. It really means the world to me if you can take just a few minutes out of your day to leave that five-star rating and a written review. If you're an Apple podcast listener, you can also subscribe through that link as well. But if you'd like to discover all the places this podcast is streamed online, you can head over to loveandlightschool.com listen. You can find all of our most popular episodes, our most recent episodes, as well as all the different platforms where you can stream and subscribe so you never miss a future episode. That brings us to the end of the show this week at the Love and Light Live podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and I'll be back with you next time. Until then, crystal blessings. The Love and Light Live podcast is a production of the Love and Light School of Crystal Therapy. Connect with us online at loveandlightschool.com or on social at School. Provided on or through our website or podcast makes no claims for specific or general health or health results and should not be used to examine, diagnose, or treat any medical condition, prescribe medications, make claims for specific or general healing or health results, or as a substitute for traditional medical treatment. For medical advice, you should consult a licensed healthcare specialist. For more information, please refer to the terms of use on our website at loveandlightschool.com.